Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Money Talk. Today we are going to get down to the specifics of this whole podcast, why we talk about money and why we should talk about money. Talking about money is incredibly important and in my mind, the essential reason why so many people fail with their personal finances. Why don't we talk about money enough? I am excited to get into this topic with you today, so let's get right into it. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It is a topic that just gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day life. Well, this is the issue that brought Money Talk to reality. I know you're probably too busy and don't have the time to research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance, but that is where this podcast, Money Talk, comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming, and I'm here to do the research and learn all the extra stuff about personal finance for you. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. So let's get right into the first topic of today's episode. Did your family talk about money? Well, let's talk about why this is important. Some of the factors and impacts that talking about money amongst your family can have. Well, it helps us make and create and form financial decision-making skills. It helps us establish what to do with that next dollar. What do we do when we receive an income? Are you someone who pays tithing or donates regularly? It helps you establish those decision-making skills around money. Do we make sure to pay off debt or do we continue to spend every single dollar we have? When you talk about money as a family, those essential decisions around what to do when money comes in or goes out are a lot easier to make because you've seen people make those decisions. You've talked through what those decisions entail because let's be honest, some big financial decisions have a lot more to them than the dollar. There's emotional and physical things at play like moving or getting a new car. But some very expensive decisions can come up very quickly in our lives. And without a conversation around money, we have absolutely no clue how to handle these things. Think tuition for college students or think a house or a car or your first credit card. Those kind of decisions come up when you're 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old in your life and you have no idea what you're doing and you can't do some things in different countries at that age but you're expected to make these big financial decisions like which college to go to, but you're not really taught about the financial implications and return on investment and those sort of things like that because your family's never talked about money. So as you can see, there's quite a few things, especially in children's young lives, but especially as you get older and financial decisions get bigger and bigger and more impactful, like retirement, buying a house, buying a vehicle, financing things, those sort of decisions don't come naturally. And unless you're talking about it with your family, you're probably, you might not have no idea what you're doing and that can be detrimental, but it's okay. If you didn't talk about money, you're here now and you're talking about money and that's a good thing. You're making progress and just start talking about money with others. Start talking about it with your friends and coworkers. Obviously there's a fine line to walk and you'll feel that as you start paying more and more attention to your money, you'll be like, man, I really want to talk about X, like my net worth goal with somebody, but I don't want to make them feel bad because I might, I think I might have more money than them. Or what if they have a lot more money and they're like, Oh, we didn't realize they were so impoverished when you're really not. But there's those kind of like overreacting thoughts that can come into your head when you think about talking about money with other people, but it's essential to not compare yourself to each other's as I talked about in the last episode, but rather just share those things that you did that are helping you achieve that goal. You don't even need to talk about the specific goal or where you're at, but rather say, Hey, we were trying to increase our savings rate this year. We did this, 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 and this. You don't really need to say, 
what your savings rate is, how much money you saved, how much money you make, but rather you can say, we ate out less, we didn't spend any money on grocery or food delivery, we spent less money on gifts for Christmas and made Christmas more meaningful, etc. But don't let your past be in control of your future more than you are. Don't let the fact that you may not have talked about money with your family control you talking about money with your family going forward or your friends or coworkers or really anybody. But let's get into the next step about why it's essential to talk about money. Why talk about money? Well, let's talk about one of the first and most important places to talk about money, and that's in a marriage or a partnership with somebody. It's important to be honest about money, and money can have a big impact, even though there's a lot of other things that go into partnerships and marriages, but money can have a big impact. It's the second largest problem leading to divorce, and it's absolutely crucial to be open and honest about money. Like I mentioned in episode 13, our last episode, you can begin to build those boundaries of what's okay to buy without checking with the other person and so on. And whether that number increases, what's our goals together? Because when you're in a marriage, you're really like binded together and you need to be doing all things together, honestly. So my stance on marriage is that you need to be doing personal finance together and money can be one of the, if not the biggest thing that impacts your day to day life, obviously second to like cheating on each other and so on. But we need to, Another reason why we talk about money is we learn from each other. If you're talking with your friends about how much money you make, there's a common statistic out there that says you're similar to like the top five people you hang out with or something like that. And that goes as well to like how much money you make, whether you talk about it or not, you may end up in a situation where you're all working very similar, maybe entry level jobs because you all came out of college and you're afraid to move up because you don't want your friends to be like, wow, I can't believe he's going for that kind of a job. And those weird kind of things that enter your head, whether you think it's important or not to care what other people think those kind of things do run through our mind and it's important to talk about money with each other because your friend might be really struggling with figuring out how to not use credit cards to go into debt every single month but you and your spouse or your other friend have really figured out a good system about budgeting so that you don't have to go into debt every single month share that with each other like talk to your friends and say hey are you struggling with anything financially and maybe you're struggling with that too and you can put your minds together to figure out a way to get through whatever struggle you're going through and know that mistakes happen and let other people know that mistakes happen. We're not perfect. Talk about your financial struggles. This topic gets me fired up because it's so important to talk about money and it's one of the things that we just don't talk about enough and People judge themselves too harshly because they think everyone else is doing great. They think everybody else has their entire financial situation all in a perfect, neatly wrapped, bowed up box that's like the perfect Christmas present for their whole family because they get to get all these wonderful Christmas gifts. They go on vacations all the time. And really, they might be struggling. They might be in a ton of debt, but because we don't talk about money, we don't know those things. And you don't need to know every little detail about how much money people make, how much money they have in each savings account, investments, and things like that. Those sort of things might come with your conversation as you feel more comfortable with sharing those kind of things. But the essential thing is just to share what you're doing and to share saying, hey, I learned this new way to budget and it's helping us a lot towards saving for Christmas presents like sinking funds. Share that with people. Whether it's this specific podcast, I don't care. Just talk about what you're doing that's working well for you with personal finance. I know this was a long segment, but I really get fired up when it comes to talking about money because it's so important and helps increase financial literacy for everybody in the community and your friend groups and everything. So next, let's talk about how we actually talk about money more and get into that conversation. 
So how do we actually talk about money more? You just saw me go on a soapbox about how important it is to actually talk about money, but how do you actually do that? So if you're married, one option is a dream meeting. Go on a nice date, treat yourself to a nicer restaurant and sit down and write down your goals with each other. What's something you guys wanna do in five years? Do you wanna go on a nice cruise? Do you wanna have three kids and and I'll have them prepared for school maybe? But just write down those different goals and then after you write down those goals in that dream in that dream meeting, you can begin to look at, hey, what steps are we gonna have to take to actually go on this cruise in three years that's gonna cost us $3,000? Because let me tell you, when you're getting packed for that cruise a month before, you're not just gonna magically come up with $3,000. Now, that might be a really nice cruise. I'm not really in the cruise market. I don't know how much a cruise actually costs, but I think you get the point, especially when it comes to things like buying a home in 10 years. How are you gonna save for that large of a down payment to make sure you're not financing the whole mortgage and getting a bunch of extra fees and insurance add-ons and things like that? And then you can ask, ask your friends, like say, hey, what are you guys doing about buying a house? Cause me and all my friends, we're all in our young twenties and a house is something that's come up in a couple of conversations. Cause a few of us are married. It's like, Hey, what are you doing? One of our friends is saying, Hey, I have quite a bit of money and we're thinking about buying like a duplex or something like that and renting out the other half to help pay for the mortgage. That's a cool tactic. Maybe I didn't know about that beforehand. And I can start looking into that and be like, Hey, this would actually really work for our financial situation between me and my wife. Or another one could be like, oh, we're going to move in and rent a family's basement while we save up for a down payment and they're gonna give us a huge discount on rent. Like, oh, that's really awesome for you. Encourage people, like if you, like, or offer maybe uh, counterpoints. Be like, well, do you really want, like is the space big enough for you? Or maybe you could try this tip towards saving for a down payment. Like do this, this, and this, maybe budget like this. Now don't tell people what to do, but use it as an opportunity to say, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I've never heard of that idea. Can you teach me more about it? Or, hey, have you also heard about this idea? I think this might be able to help you. But don't go too deep. Don't get cocky or boastful about, oh, we're doing so good with our financial situation. Listen to me. I know all the things. And that can kind of, that can tend to become um, your mindset if you're doing well for yourself financially. But don't be afraid to ask your friends and then offer productive advice. And also encourage them when they're doing good things. Like just have a simple conversation, but also you can talk about money more by just being a little bit more vulnerable and open about your mistakes. One thing that I've realized over the last year that Rebecca and I made a little bit of a mistake with was we decided to get on my, our own insurance plan through my work because it was a high deductible plan and we wanted to take advantage of an HSA. And Come to look at it a year later when I was looking at insurance again, Rebecca was already on a high deductible plan through her parents. And I didn't quite get deep enough in my research to understand that she can still contribute to an HSA, even though she's on a family, she's on her family's high deductible plan as a dependent, still allows her to contribute to an HSA. And we didn't need to be on insurance. We're still both young enough, we could still be on our family's insurance. So yes, we wasted money on insurance all last year. Not a big deal move on. Like we're just going to, we don't dwell on it. It's okay. And we didn't end up needing the insurance. That's fine. But that's an opportunity to tell people to make sure you do your whole research, ask a bunch of people questions and try to dig a little deeper before you commit to a decision. That's going to have a pretty large financial impact on your life. Cause that was quite a bit of money that ended up going towards a health insurance plan that we didn't use. I mean, we were allowed, we did contribute quite a bit to an HSA, which will help us down the road and makes it a little easier to bear the mistake that was made, but it's not a big deal. We'll move on. That money's not going to 
destroy the rest of our lives. And that's important. But also now when people talk about insurance among my friends and family, I can tell them that story and be like, Hey, make sure you do all your research because sometimes you don't quite need the plan you got or something might work in your favor a little bit differently. But I asked a question too on Instagram this week about why do you talk about money? What's some important things to consider when talking about money? And we got some great comments. So let's get into the questions and comments section next. So thank you for everybody who submits answers and questions and comments on my Instagram questions that I ask every single week. You can find me online at Fleming Financial Coaching. So just search that and you can easily find these stories that I'm posting and you can give your own feedback and be featured on the show. So my question was, why do or don't you talk about money? And I got some really interesting comments that I'd like to talk about. So one of the comments says, so I can attract more to me. And that's speaking to the idea that if you're readily conversating about money and if you're doing what it takes to get more money and learn about money and ask friends about their strategies and tactics, that you're going to find more opportunities. I spoke to this in last episode as well. Another comment was because it scares me, which is an interesting one because we may not talk about money because we are frightened by the thought of what other people might think if we tell them we don't have any money or we have a lot of money and you're worried that they're going to start asking you for money and that sort of thing. So because it scares me is one that I think a lot of people fall into and why they don't talk about money. But it's important to do it because how else are you going to learn? If you aren't sure what to do with your money or like, Hey, how do I actually save money or do something like that? Ask somebody, just ask, like you, you're never going to learn how to handle money better if you're not asking. And if you don't talk about it a little bit more. So that's my comments on those. But a couple of reasons that I w- that were mentioned is that we can attract more money to ourselves if we're talking about it and aware of it. And then we don't talk about money because it's scary, which is sometimes the case, but we ultimately need to get over that fear. Okay, we're going to wrap up with some more reasons why we should talk about money. And these are larger reasons that aren't necessarily uh, personally impactful, but can be in some ways. One is fair wages. So you should talk about money amongst coworkers because ultimately that's one way to help close pay gaps, whether it's between old employees that have been there for a while that have only been receiving cost of living adjustments when the cost of living has actually gone up way more and new employees are making way more. That's one way to close wage gaps like that. When one person is making far less money than their counterparts that are making the same people, honestly, like your manager may be so busy with other tasks that they're not worried about how much you're getting paid. So simply talking about that with each other may help quite a bit in closing pay gaps. Another one is accountability. Let's go back to episode 13 if you have more questions or want to learn a little bit more about accountability. But talking about money helps you stay accountable to yourself and to others. It also helps dispel stigma around money. Money is not the big evil that it can be made out to be. It, it certainly can if you have the wrong mindset around it. If you're, all you're doing is hunting money and all you want is wanting more money, that can be a root of evil. But using money to create opportunities for giving for service, for freeing up your time. That's not evil. It's all about the intention you have behind it. And talking about money can help dispel some of those bad intentions that might develop naturally and that you can easily avoid. And then kids develop way stronger financial literacy. Let's face it, we joke about it, but financial literacy is not taught in school. There might be a financial literacy class that teaches them how to 
watch the stock market or stuff like that and maybe how to avoid credit cards because they're oh so bad and scary but it's on us to talk about money so that kids and people growing up know how to handle it when financial decisions get near them and that they know how to do those things that will help them be successful in the long run so let's wrap up today's episode So my final thoughts and conclusions that I wouldn't have this podcast if I didn't think talking about money was important. It's absolutely crucial. We need to be talking about money. That's the whole reason why this podcast is called Money Talk. And I talk about money too much. Ask my wife. That's the whole reason I made this podcast as well, so that she didn't hear, have to hear me talk about money all the time. And you don't have to love to talk about personal finances, but you have to be willing to talk about money to some sense, whether it's creating comfortable boundaries with money, with your spouse, with others, helping teach others what's going well for you, helping teach others how to avoid financial mistakes. But it's especially important to talk about money with each other. And that wraps up this week's episode of Money Talk. Now go out there and start talking about money more. You can start by emailing me your recent financial wins so you can be featured on the Financial Win of the Week segment. Send an email to moneytalk.fsc at gmail.com to be featured. We don't have a Financial Win of the Week, but we need some. So make sure to send an email or message me on Instagram this podcast has brought you any value i would appreciate a five-star review and please share it with one of your friends or your family members so you can start a money conversation with them and thank you for listening to money talk i'm your host skylar fleming have a great week thank you for listening to money talk the money talk show is provided for informational purposes and should not be used for personal or specific financial advice Every situation is unique and different. Please make sure to do your own research for your personal financial situation.